Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. This is the most dramatic podcast ever. An iHeartRadio podcast. Chris Harrison and Lauren Zima coming to you from an undisclosed location. Ooh. For a very, well, I think it's a very important reason this week. We are taking our annual Chris Harrison birthday trip. And we, uh, I say annual trip because we kind of do a trip for your birthday every year. And also it's not just a day, it's a week. Um, Which look, I'm not mad at it because one thing I've learned in dating you, babe, is... Chris Harrison is from a family that really celebrates birthdays. And I didn't, I, I mean, my family celebrated my birthday, but growing up, my birthday was very close to Thanksgiving. So it was kind of it like- It still is, by the way. But, <laughs> <laughs> have I had one tequila Some things already? never I change. Um, but yeah, so it was like, oh, Lauren, everybody's already together. We had turkey and here's a cake for you. Yeah, that's- you know, obviously, you know, our daughter's birthday, Taylor, is December 21st. Close and to Christmas. We have a rule. You you have to separate. You can't do, oh, this is your birthday Christmas present, your turkey yes. birthday. That's, that doesn't your work. So your Christmas present. That's why it was always wonderful to have a July birthday. Oh, uh, me and Mick Jagger, who I'm BFFs with, both on the 26th. And it's exactly half the year. Well, happy birthday, Chris Harrison, July yes. 26th. And we do a full birthday week. Before that, though, we had, a, we had a great event at our house. Yes. As people probably know, both our kids go to TCU. We have a senior and now a sophomore, uh, which is hard to believe. But uh, we were asked by the folks at TCU if we would host the local Austin welcome to TCU for all the incoming freshmen. And so all the kids from around the greater Austin, Round Rock, Bernie area came to our house for a little mixer. Uh, and it was really cool. It was wonderful. Look, we had 
65, 70 people at my house, our house. Was I overwhelmed? No, not at all. Was it? Everything was great. Um, I, my mom came in to help, which was awesome. And you're so good with my mom because you are like when my mom, my mom's great at parties, but she's very the captain of the ship. And I got to give Chris Harrison credit. You are so good at just being first mate. You let her tell you what to do. You let her um, organize an order. And even if you know an idea is maybe not great, you kind of just let it ride until she realizes it herself. And I think that's a lesson that comes with maturity. Correct me if I'm wrong. For tell sure. me if you were like that years ago. But no, I, I think it's it, there is a learned skill to take second chair, even when you think, <sighs> say it's your house and you know you want it to be your domain or whatever. Um, learning that this is how she speaks her love. This is her love language, taking care of us, mm-hmm. cooking, creating things and being, being in the kitchen and all that. And so instead of, you know, maybe when you're younger, taking offense to how people act at your house. And I know it's difficult when family comes into town because they're in your space and all that, but maybe just see, try and take a step back. Mm-hmm. What are they really saying? And your mom, kind of like my mom, that's their love language. And mm-hmm. so it just, it means a lot to me that she loves you so much that she wanted to come into town, but it definitely is something that I had to learn from experience. And, you know, when you're younger, you're like, oh, my mom or my dad or my brother drives me crazy. because They're they, trying to control me. Yeah. They're always in my business, <laughs> but you're right. If you can see what's really motivating them and they're not being motivated by control, they're being motivated by a need to be needed by wanting, wanting to find to space help. in your life yeah. that they really don't have. I can already see it with my kids. I don't feel the same space that I used to because they don't need me like that because I did my job. So they grow, they become independent, and then you long for that. So you, we, you have oh. to find different ways to get it. Well, when you think about the longevity of that, I mean, we always want people to bounce back quickly, but the reality is you've been a parent for 18 years and then all of a sudden they yeah. had to college and you're supposed to not need to be needed anymore. And it was great though because everyone was so lovely. I mean, neither of us, nor my mom went to TCU, but my mom even said, wow, all those TCU parents and kids were so great. The kids were awesome. And it was really wonderful to see. um, Actually, one of the other parents said to me, well, you know, what's great about this is kids can connect on social media now, but events like this actually kind of make them hang out in person. (laughs) And um, it's so cool that the school does different gatherings so the kids can get to know each other. So it was awesome. And it was good to see the parents actually nervous. The parents are just as nervous as the kids. Um, But Two hours after this party ended. Listen, we raged. And by raged, war- I mean had, had an afternoon a, soiree. We had a wardrobe change. We went from purple to pink. And we went to Barbie. We should have started this podcast with, hi, Barbie. Hi, Ken. Oh, wait, no, that was me. Um, <laughs> we did a pod about this last week about Oppenheimer coming out, the three-hour Christopher Nolan thriller, uh, and then the Greta Gerwig uh, comedy very much the Barbie movie, heartfelt comedy. Um, And I kind of made the proclamation that a rising tide will lift all boats. And that is what happened at the box office. They both were massive successes. And I am so happy to see it because I think I'd actually pulled back a little bit on reading the headlines because when this whole Oppenheimer Barbie thing first happened, the headlines were about the movies being pitted against each other. Like there, there's this big history of Christopher Nolan always opens his movies on the same weekend in July. But for Oppenheimer, he switched studios and his old studio, Warner Brothers, decides they're going to open Barbie on Chris Nolan's weekend. And it was sort of perceived as this slight and, and it became a competitive thing. Which movie is going to do better? What was so great 
And I don't know if I sound crazy, but can we all take a lesson from Barbenheimer? When these two movies came together, when the narrative became about, oh, do the double feature, see Oppenheimer in the Mm -hmm. morning, Barbie in the afternoon, wear black and pink, they both did great. Like, I actually read that Oppenheimer benefited a little bit because some Barbie showings were sold out. Oh, funny. I think because people had heard about Barbenheimer and all this press, then they thought, oh, well, let's just yeah. go see Oppenheimer. And so- when I think a lot of people like myself, I'm going to see both. I have not seen Oppenheimer yet. We didn't have time because we left on this trip, but I will see both. We just chose because our daughter was in town. We saw Barbie first. Listen, so, babe, you were surrounded by the ladies and I got to give I you credit. I had such a good day. I went with four ladies. Ken uh, and four Barbies. Ken and four Barbies. And we, we all got all dressed up. Yep. Chris wore pink. He had a pink shirt that had roses on. It, so it was very apropos. It's very on brand. I was seeing on on social media that some people, like some younger people, were saying, "Wow, so cool to have like two big movies in one weekend." And then older people are like, "This is how it used to be." So I hope right. it gives a resurgence to the eventizing of movies. Like our theater was packed. Packed people were and there. people were wearing pink and people used to like, I remember when the star Wars prequels came out, people dressed up like they were wearing, they brought lightsabers well, to the theater. And, and, and even though it didn't do as good, but people were there for Barbie. People were there for Oppenheimer. People were still going to mission impossible. So it was packed all around, which was great. It was just nice to have so many great fun movies out. You had choices again. And it was nice to do something together and to realize that by these two movies kind of playing into each other and look, here's how Hollywood's going to work. Studios and PR people are going to try to recreate the Barbenheimer effect in the marketing moment. And you can't like, this was a viral happenstance thing, but what it was born out of this happenstance was born out of Tom Cruise, Margot Robbie and other, and the people involved in these movies they would post on social media, hey, I just bought my ticket for Oppenheimer. I bought my ticket for Barbie. And they literally did that because they want the box office to do well. And so it is this good overall lesson of when you operate from a place of supporting each other, everybody does better. And I, I think it's, it's a good thing to note in a very, what continues to be a very tumultuous time in our country. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. 
Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. I read something today that was really interesting um, that things change with a surprising success more so than they do a big flop. And what I mean by that is in the industry, if there's a big flop, it'll change the industry. Like, okay, no more of those action movies or no more of those thrill, whatever. And so, but this person was saying that a surprise success is even more of a game changer. And what that means, hopefully, is that, and and I'm not poo-pooing on these because I do like them, but sequels to long-running movies like A Mission Impossible, like Indiana Jones, the, the Marvel DC, all the superhero movies, that is what everyone's been leaning into for God, 10 years now. I think we're burnt out. I do. I mean, look, I love those movies too. Uh, Iron Man and some of the Avengers movies and all that. They're great. They're funny. They're action packed. But I think we're burnt out. I think we've reached the tipping point. No longer do I feel like if I miss this Marvel movie or DC movie, whatever, I'm really going to be lost. In fact, I feel like I can't watch all of them. I can't keep up with it because they also yeah. started doing, you've got to see the TV shows that right. are on the streamers to know what's happening in the next movie. I can't consume all this. We've reached burnout. And I think the quality of the movies is getting worse. I mean, I'll be honest. I like Taika Waititi. I like Chris Hemsworth, but I saw the most recent Thor. It wasn't as good as the ones in the past. Now, there's a movie. And again, I don't, I'm not trying to dog it, but there's a movie coming out that we saw, Blue Beetle. We saw the uh, ads for it, the trailer, and I'm like, oh man, it's just. I, I'm like, I've never heard of this superhero, and we're at this point. But I. It's Spider Man. It's the story of yeah, Spider Man, like except it's similar. a beetle. I do hope that what studios take away from this is that original, interesting movies do well, because let's, let's point something out here now that the numbers are in. Everybody's saying, oh, this is for Greta Gerwig, for example. This is the biggest opening ever for a female director or for Chris Nolan. This is his biggest opening ever. This is the reality. The box office, amidst all the talk about how movies are dying, just powered to its, I'm quoting Variety here, fourth biggest weekend in history. All of history. So this was the fourth- With essentially two and a half, well, four decent films on the radar right now. If you include Mission Impossible and Sound of Freedom along with Oppenheimer and Barbie. But these weren't superhero movies. Right. These weren't franchise movies. I saw a quote from, you know, somebody at Warner Brothers who said this shows the power of Barbie. Yes, but please don't start inundating us with movies based on every single toy we ever grew up with. I think what it shows is that people want to get back to that time where movies touch them, where they laughed. I mean, I cried in Barbie. So many people say they cried at the end where they walked away thinking about the movie. Um, I miss, you know, I think about movies I grew up with. I still quote those movies. Movies of the past decade or so, I can't think of many that I walk around quoting or, or rewatching all the time. And I know there is politics involved in everything we do these days. 
and there are opinions Politics that- Politics and um, controversy. Uh, it's just, you know, with Oppenheimer, there's plenty of it. With Barbie, I, I saw plenty of it. I, I'll tell you, I went. Not only was I not offended, I just, I, I had a great time. I laughed. Look, not everything hit the mark, but this is her take on it. And I loved historically how they brought in kind of the old canceled or discontinued Barbies and they threw some historical moments from Mattel in. I liked it. I'm sorry. And, and, and I'm, I'm going to say the same thing probably about Oppenheimer. Yeah. Well, for anybody who was saying, I will give my opinion. I think there were some people who said Barbie is anti-man, um, you know, and then that's played up in the media because right. they need clickbait headlines. But um, if you see it, no, I don't think it's anti-man at all. It, in fact, it, what it is, is anti putting people in a box. It's it says that we are more than our gender, whoever we are, we are human. And we should know who we are and what we want to make in this world. And that shouldn't be defined by labels. It should be defined by you as a human being and that we all have that same human experience. So that's what I took away from the movie. I agree. And I went into it going, oh, okay, look out for this because I had heard about it. Not only was I not offended, I was, I laughed. I was impressed. I enjoyed it. I love sharing it with my daughter who came out with her own opinions of it and took a lot of different things away from it. And it was a great family experience. Enjoy the movie. Go to the theater. All right. With that, I will say bye, Ken. <laughs> bye, Barbie. Oh, before you go, we do have this very uh, interesting story that we're going to continue on the other side of the break. Miranda Lambert was uh, hosting a concert. She was giving a concert in Las Vegas. Stopped the show in the middle of it to really kind of verbally undress these women who are taking selfies in the middle of her show. Now, to paint a picture, because this is a podcast and we're not watching, we're listening, it's not your typical concert where everybody was standing in a stadium. Vegas has these intimate shows. Yeah. You're seated at tables. Cocktail it's a bit tables. more old school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they were standing up and it was like five or six of them. And this thing... At first, there was a lot of applause and everybody was in for it. Then the tables and the tide turned against Miranda Lambert. And that's where things are going to get interesting. Because on the other side of the break, we're going to talk to Adela, one of the ladies who was there, the lady who posted the picture. Well, and this has come up again because now people have started making t-shirts about the moment because Miranda's tour is continuing. So um, Taking pictures at a concert. The debate continues. Yeah. And uh, so Miranda got kind of, uh, you know, it, it was very interesting. And I want to talk to Adela because she was, so she took the pictures. She posted these pictures. I know she has her opinions, but LL Cool J has come out and he's like, Miranda, get over it. Parker McCollum, up and coming superstar in country, has defended Miranda Lambert and said, no, no, these ladies were up. They had the flash going. They were doing a full on photo shoot. So there's a lot of opinions that go both ways. But I want to talk to the source and we have chased her down. She's going to join us right after this. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. 
Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. We talked about it right before the break. The big story that came out of Las Vegas and the Miranda Lambert uh, concert and the the women that were taking a selfie. Was it good? Was it bad? Are you for it? Are you against it? This has really become a thing. So I had our incredible producer, Kendall. Let's go to the source. She chased down Adela, who joins us now from Las Vegas, who was the woman really at the center of this whole controversy. Um, Adela, first of all, thank you for being here. I truly appreciate you taking the time. Oh, happy to be here. What has this last week been like for you? It's been very busy. I had to be highly organized, (laughs) (laughs) managing personal life and uh, some interviews here and there. Uh, Crazy people chasing you out of the the woodwork to to talk to you about this moment that happened at Las Vegas. And I, I explained just full disclosure before the break, before I got to you, this isn't your typical, we're at a concert, at a bar, or at a stadium where everybody's up screaming. You're sitting at tables, typically, right? The cocktail tables? No. Um, the theater at uh, Planet Hollywood mm-hmm. holds, I actually had to look up the capacity. It holds 7,000 people. And uh, first you have the pit, which is right around the stage. Then you have two rows of VIP benches with tables and those rows are more like cocktail tables. Mm-hmm. They also give you complimentary champagne and behind the two rows of VIP, then it's the main seating, which is more like a regular yeah. concert. Seating. I actually hosted Miss America there for many years. I remember that uh, theater very well, um, but it looked like you guys were at, in that VIP area. Correct. Yes. 
Uh, kudos, by the way, for getting those tickets and uh, the bottle I was service. Very, very, <laughs> very lucky. I believe I bought them right when the concert dates were announced, and as soon as they went on sale, I was on Ticketmaster buying the tickets. Because you're a Mar- so you're a Miranda Lambert fan. I love her music. Also, my husband and I like to go to almost virtually every concert we can get tickets to because Las Vegas is the entertainment capital of the world. So we enjoy going out on weekends. So you're at the Miranda Lambert concert. You have the VIP tickets. You're sitting there. uh, Presumably your husband's there. Uh, Is that who was taking the picture? No, my husband happened to be out of town. Okay. So I decided to invite some of my girlfriends and making a girl's night. So it's girls night and that's who we see in the picture with you uh, that was uh, put up on Instagram and then taken around the world, really. Uh, So tell me from your perspective, what happened? The concert starts is the typical Saturday night, fun, Las Vegas. The energy is starting to get really high in the theater. People all throughout the theater are standing up, are sometimes dancing, taking pictures and videos. And me and my other friends are doing the exact same thing everybody else is doing everywhere. We are having a great time. And suddenly, at some point during the concert, as we are trying to take a group picture, and people right next to us, you're taking a selfie video. Uh, But suddenly, the concert stops. Me and my friends are being called out, and we are being told to sit down. Um, so it, it was, <laughs> so instead of a picture, what you thought you were going to take a picture, the person pressed video. So instantly the light came on. Is that why the light was on? I, I believe, uh, we took the picture with a friend's phone and I believe she turned the flash on Okay. because before the concert started, we were trying to take a group picture of all us ladies, but the lighting was not very good. And I think she realized we had to use the flash to take a good group picture. So you're taking a picture. Uh, I think you and you're at four or five other girlfriends, the flash is on and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, when did you realize Miranda Lambert is on stage talking to you? As we are turning and we're just about to sit down, we realized, oh, the concert has stopped. And this is because me and my friends did something. And what was that moment of realization like for you? (laughs) Anybody will get red in the face. You have to have very tough skin not to feel embarrassed. And uh, after a couple of seconds passed, I was trying to clear my mind and I thought, the last time I was told to sit down is when I was in school and the teacher told me to sit down because me and my friends did something that annoyed her. What was, and I don't even know if you'll remember this because it probably happened so quick, but what do you remember as the reaction from the crowd when she was saying that? Because I've heard and seen different videos and some people were applauding, some people didn't like it and left. So in your mind, what was the reaction when Miranda Lambert told you to sit down? I think because everything happened pretty quickly and the energy was so high in the theater leading to that moment Mm -hmm. and people were just cheering. I think people were cheering just because Miranda Lambert was speaking. Right. (laughs) They're just trying to have a good time. Some people were realizing what's happening and some people left. Uh, After, obviously, every the concert did stop. I did try to look a little bit around 
everybody did sit down. <laughs> everybody did stop taking pictures. I felt that we were just singled out. I, I felt like she was just bothered by everybody taking pictures and videos. Just I couldn't understand why we were singled out. Did she overreact in your opinion? Was it a bit much? Yes. I've been I've been to so many concerts in that very theater. And I mean, there's thousands and thousands of pictures and videos taken. I have never seen a reaction like that ever. Well, do you think it's because of your location of how close y'all were to the stage? She, You were in her eyesight, I guess, and the, the flash was going off. Do you think that was it? Um. I guess because we were right in the center and right in the front was easier to make an example out of us. Mm -hmm. That would be my guess. I don't know exactly what she was thinking. And I know there's a lot of talk about the flash. I have tried really hard for the last week to see if there's truly a no flash policy in that theater. I've been to concerts there before and I've never heard the no flash policy being announced. I also have tickets in the next couple of weeks to Kelly Clarkson in that very theater. Yeah. And I looked on my tickets to see, does it say no flash? And I haven't found anywhere it says no flash. I even Googled the name of the theater, no flash policy. I couldn't find it anywhere. If there is, I have not seen it. Do you, as you look back on it, do you regret it at all? Is there anything you would have changed from your perspective? If I was to regret something, everybody else in that venue would have to regret taking pictures and videos. So I don't see what there's to regret. In, in this is this was my take when I saw it. When I saw Miranda Lambert speak out, and there was instant applause. And like you said, when you're at a concert and the performer starts speaking, everyone just kind of starts yelling. I think she was emboldened by that, and like I'm going to keep going. And I think she probably if she would admit it now, may have gone a little further than she even anticipated because she thought she was riding this kind of wave of energy. But then people started kind of turning on her. And that was the interesting thing. And and people left the show. I saw a video of people leaving. I think your friends may have even left. Is that right? Yes. Two of my friends got up and left. Uh, two of my other friends were nicer. They said, we're going to the ladies room. Uh, but me and one other friend, we stayed until the end, but the concert was about to be over anyway. Mm -hmm. Very, you know, one of the, I think it would have been great if Miranda had somehow sent security out to you guys after the show and said, Hey, stick around. Miranda wanted to say hi to you. And, you know, I just think like, look, I, I know she, she, did what she felt was right. But I think it just would have been a good pro move afterwards and said, Hey, you ladies stick around. Let's take a picture. I think it would have It would have solved everything. It would have been nice, but I have learned that she has, she has done this in the past. She got annoyed by audience members taking pictures. So I think just something in her, she just doesn't like pictures or and videos taken during her concert. And that's okay. She doesn't like that. Uh, Bruno Mars doesn't like it. Uh, he made me and my husband lock our phones in pouches. He makes everyone in the audience mm -hmm. locks their phone in pouches. And the audience complies. They're okay with that. Uh, as I said it before, nobody goes to a concert wanting to annoy the performer. Right. We just want to have a great time. You know, I did see one guy, and, and I'm sure you are just as surprised as everybody of how this has taken on a life of its own. I mean, it's amazing how much this has really circled the globe and become a thing. 
Yes, yes. And I ask myself exactly why. Maybe because there's this contrast between um, there's uh, celebrities performing on stage and unfortunately fans throw stuff at them. Right. And then here's the one instance when fans want to have a memory of this great concert. We have such amazing seats and we want to have her in the background in between us because what a, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity to do that. And she gets upset by that when it's actually a great compliment that we want to have a picture with her. I saw someone, you know, some guy, and this is what happened. Some guy goes, I, I, he put it on TikTok, of course. I flew to Vegas just to take this selfie at a Miranda, Miranda Lambert concert. And I'm like, guys, come now, now you just have these people copycat. They're trying to goat her into stuff and it's become a whole thing. Um, and so hopefully that part will stop. For you, as you go to many more concerts and you're, you and your husband go to shows and stuff, Will it change you at all? Like, will, will you be more cautious? Will you think twice before taking pictures from now on? No. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> again, I'm only doing what everybody else does in the whole audience. Taking, I'll give you an example. One of the best concerts I went to in that theater is the Backstreet Boys concert. And I believe in 2019 yeah. and I have videos on my phone from that concert and I still watch those videos and I still look at those pictures because they are such great memories. Um, if you could say something to Miranda Lambert, if she was listening to this now, what would you want to say to her? She just has to decide if she likes pictures, if she likes videos, or maybe she doesn't like pictures and videos during one song. She just has to figure out what's the policy she wants for her concerts and let her fans know, and we will comply. Couldn't say it better myself. Adela, thank you so much. I really appreciate the time. Oh, thank you. Have and, a great day. And enjoy all the shows coming up in Vegas. Thank you. So there you go. You know, one of the women that were at the center of this Miranda Lambert controversy. And it was interesting to hear her take. She stands behind everything she did and would do it again. Um, be interested to know where you fall in this. Is Miranda Lambert in the right here to demand that respect at her shows and to say what she said and do what she did in that moment and call out fans? Or was she out of line? And were these people well within their right to sit there in those VIP seats Get that bottle service and take the pictures. Um, I think the interesting thing about this and why it has created such controversy is everybody has a very strong opinion, but it's not all the same. <laughs> some people are Team Miranda, some are Team Adela and her crew. So let us know where you land. Uh, leave us a little comment and appreciate it very much. Uh, it has been a very busy week. A lot of great things. The theater is hopping with the uh, Barbenheimer weekend, uh, the Miranda Lambert controversy, and I'm glad we had a chance to talk about all of it. Thank you so much. As always for listening, we will talk to you next time because we have a lot more to talk about. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever and make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX 80 live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it.
2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th.